Judy, did you see the announcement on our on our Twix page today or yesterday? Um. Oh, where somebody said that you were employee of the month. This guy, employee of the month. And guess what? To commemorate that, to make it official, we would just like to everyone watching on T uh, on TikTok and Twitter at TABPOD. Ta-da! Look, That's I don't know so who decided cool. that because we didn't take a vote on who was going to be employee of the month. Decided. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, <laughs> but yeah, you get to you get to go in an actual Mario Kart type thing. They have little puzzles so that you can unlock other parts of the of the Nint- uh, Super Nintendo world. They are way more strict in Nintendo Land and have way more helpers security than any other part of Universal. And by <laughs> way more, I mean like per square foot, it's like a three to one ratio minimum. Wow. Okay. Right? I, I family vacation. I was puffing on my vape the entire weekend copiously. Just every chance I got tried to be respectful about it. I would be walking. I would go right up in the air, right? So that it doesn't bother anyone straight up. Okay. I okay. did mess up one time. I did mess up one time. I was on an escalator and I, I blew it out on the escalator, but I thought that it would like go out and up. It didn't, it just like stayed and sank <laughs> somehow. So, okay. so like the people behind me got it on accident. So that was the one time on me, sorry that I didn't mean to. It was a vape, it smelled like peaches. No one was really affected probably. Anyway, but, <laughs> probably. <laughs> but all, all weekend I'm at Universal and I'm just puffing away, no problem. As soon as I go into Nintendo World and I hit one time, I got to you're not allowed to do that, sir. <laughs> sir, sir. Whoa. Actually, he called me man, and I always get thrown off when someone calls me man if I don't know them specifically, because mm-hmm. in my head it starts off as ma'am with the hair and everything. I was like, yo, you're talking to Oh man. Oh, that's what you said. Okay. You said man and I am a man. Okay. But no, and it wasn't anything big. It was just like, you're not allowed to do that. And I was like, Oh, okay. I put it away. I just knew go through the big Mario tunnel and exit into regular universal before you need to take any more medicine. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Guess you weren't the weed ninja in uh, Nintendo world. Dude, I'm telling you though, like it's a three <laughs> to one ratio per square foot. There's so many more people in Nintendo world <laughs> than there are in the rest of the park. It's it's um, amazing. Now it's it's all included, right, in the park, in like the park admissions for Universal. You don't have to pay like separately to get into Nintendo World. So you don't have to pay separately to get into Nintendo World, but you mm-hmm. here's where they get you. They have mm-hmm. the the fucking power bands, and so now there's stuff on an app that like for every coin you collect or whatever, you unlock a <laughs> sticker or something like that, right? But in order to really experience everything, you have to have this band, especially it's the only way you can collect these keys so that you can go into a separate castle type thing. So you have to buy the bands and the bands are, and all they are, are Nintendo. I would grab it, but I, like I said, I know how you feel. It's, I think I can, okay. I think I'm not off camera. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not technically off camera. I got it. I got it. <laughs> So, see, it's Ooh, just okay. Yeah, it's cute, right? It's yeah. it's a, but it's just a band, and it just has a, a RFID chip in it, so that it's you know you scan it on stuff, and it knows that it's yours. Um, yep. how much would you say that this slap bracelet with a QR code scanner costs? Uh, eighty five dollars. 
Wow. Okay. I don't want you working at Universal because this was forty two ninety nine. I think. Okay. Yeah, you say okay, but then you get three of them, and that's uh, not even a full family. I'm at a, a yeah. buck twenty five. <laughs> so, and, and meanwhile, you're over here like eighty five dollars done. <laughs> Hey man, man, I don't know. Judy I got some. I got a story. Kids, <laughs> I got a story to tell you. That's I'm like, uh. <laughs> fair. You did tell me a little bit about the story. I don't know. So that's, that's that's understandable. Still, forty three dollars for right. Like that's, that's basically your souvenir. Like, did did your son get anything else? <laughs> so he's souvenir right there. He, he got a couple things. You know, like day one was really great. We got to, so we went down on a Friday, we went on a Thursday, and so I spent our, we spent our entire first day, Friday, there. There's barely any lines, barely, you know, not really many people. It was perfect. I didn't know how good we had it, honestly, because I've never been there. I'm not a big theme park guy. I do like going to like, Univer or not Universal, uh, Six Flags from time to time, mm -hmm. but I didn't know. So day one, we did pretty much the entire park, did everything okay. except collect the keys in Nintendo Land, even did the Super Mario Kart ride and everything. Day two comes along and it is a madhouse. <laughs> okay. There were so many more people and all of them went straight to nintendo <laughs> makes sense like, yeah i didn't realize because they had all these areas in nintendo land that were roped off right mm -hmm. i'm probably saying it wrong it's probably like super nintendo world so it's super nintendo world for anyone like because i bet you at some point look we got 38 subscribers now on youtube we're making moves okay come be yep. an eavesdropper youtube at t-a-b-p-o-d but i guarantee you if this gets picked up in any way shape or form it's just gonna be like oh, it's super mario it's super nintendo world idiot stupid <laughs> oh hey you were there you know the name <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly just like that <laughs> 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 oh so cool. wait um what was it oh yeah, yeah so there are all these roped off areas i almost lost it i found it though <laughs> there are all these roped off areas and i didn't realize that those were the lanes to go do the stuff for the keys at the time that i was looking at them they also had signs that would say like Princess Peach coming out at 3 p.m. Luigi right. and Mario at 2.30, right? Mm -hmm. So I thought that these were just the sections that those people were going to be sitting at when they finally came out. Then I show up the next day and there's a billion people. <laughs> and now I see oh, all those all those lanes with the ropes that were empty. Everyone's lined up in them now because that's how you get the keys. Um. Ah, oh, so so like I said, day one was good. We got to do all the rides. By the way, uh, Universal was trying to fat shame me the entire weekend, and I don't appreciate it. What? Okay? 
It was trying to fat shame me all weekend. Every so, the first ride that I got on, yes, it will come down and it will lock on your shoulders, right? Like a lot of mm-hmm. old school roller coasters. Yeah. And it was supposed to, in order for it to be safe, it had to click three times. But it got on my chest and it didn't want to move on a second click. So I had to get up and get off and try and get back on again. That time I did not get back on the ride because Asher was freaking out a little bit. We took care of it. He was like, not in a bad way. He was just scared because it was a dark kind of ride. But I, you know, so honestly in this one, because the only time I got kicked off a ride all weekend. So I honestly think that it was just kind of like meant to be karma type shit. Um, Mm -hmm. Because if I had been locked in, he would have been locked in and he would have been freaking out the whole time. And we're like, stop the ride. My baby is scared. Stop the ride. And then like, and then everyone has to get off. It's a whole thing. Right. But every time I got on a ride, they have these measures of mm-hmm. if it's okay, if it's come in far enough for you to be able to go on the ride. And every time it was a, like they different defined it by green if you're good or red if you're not good. And it would always be a sliver of green. Just a (laughs) sliver, tiny little, you see? This is too much green that you're seeing on on my camera. (laughs) It was like, every time. There you go, there. The sliverest of green. Yeah. But I got to ride those rides. So. Oh, the, the one Minions ride, I hated it. It was just, it was, because a lot of them are, I say rides, but they're not really rides in which you're they're riding anything. They're like those anything. 4D type that Con- moves, but then yeah. you're watching a screen. Yeah, speaking of 4D, Universal really likes to come all over your face every chance they get. It's just yeah. spritzing and spraying and splashing your face. From what I remember when I last went, yes. Oh, uh, they could have a raptor spitting water on you or, a, or a, a wizard blowing water on you or whatever. I was in a Fast and Furious ride and I got sprayed in the face somehow. <laughs> It's like, Dom, put it away, family. We get it. So, oh, sorry. I'm, I'm going. <clears throat> so day one was good. Got through everything. Day two sucked, though, because for whatever reason, Asher wanted to just, like, be a little. I'm trying not to be vulgar about my kid. He just was not real good or listening or anything the second day and all of us tried to deal with him because it was his birthday present it was a vacation but finally like by the end of the day we all were just like we're kind of done and you've been a dickhead all day yeah so we're just we're <laughs> we're not coming back anytime soon okay <laughs> you did this I really like it here. I don't care. You should have thought about that before day two, okay? Wow. So, also, Los Angeles, because I live in Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. It's very flat here. It's extremely flat here. Yeah. We walked to Universal from the hotel both days, 
day one for me was rough because I didn't know how <laughs> far it was. So like you're walking up this hill and he's like, are we going to make it? <laughs> right and then i get there yeah. and then you gotta you gotta go upstairs and then over a bridge and i'm like oh my god and then on top of that you know how many steps i walked over this two-day trip over um, 30 day, yeah 30 30, 30 30 yep oh on top of hills okay on top of having <laughs> do hills so Oh, that's <sighs> awesome, though. I'm yeah, glad that but, he got to experience that. But thankfully, uh, all in all, I would say that out of pocket, while we were there, I only spent like 500 bucks, maybe yeah, a little okay. more, you know, yeah. for everything. So, you know, and I yeah. got myself a wand. I got the kid a wand. His is engraved. Uh, Not got bad, other, Yeah. Got some other trinkets. So... Hey, hey, I spent $150 on slap bracelets. <laughs> That's where a majority of your costs went to. Yeah. <laughs> God. Look, it's a lot better than I saw this lady on TikTok post about her vacation to Disney World with her two kids and her husband. So a family of four. Um, she broke down the entire cost of her trip, right? From the airfare because they were flying in from Virginia um, the hotel stay, the parks, the food, the drinks, the souvenirs, all of this, right? Guess how much a lady spent on this vacation for her family of four for, I think it's like a four or five day trip to Disney World. Guess how much ballpark that she spent. I will say four people, four days. D Disneyland or Disney World? Disney World. Disney World. They probably mm -hmm. got them park hoppers with the Epcot mm -hmm. shit. Six grand. Close-ish. She spent $8,500 on this trip. Oh, God, man. <laughs> And Parks are so I, expensive. Yes. And she, okay, so in the video, like at the end, you know, after she counted her expenses, she says all of that to say that my daughter said, I thought Disney World was going to be cooler. <laughs> Kids are such dicks. <laughs> The biggest God. thing, you know how pissed I would be on the plane ride if my daughter told me, I thought that place was going to be cooler after just looking at how much I spent on this trip. You know what, <laughs> honestly, I was, <laughs> honestly, I was going to leave it out, but you know what? I'm just going to tell you exactly why he was being pissy. <laughs> it's because he was being pissy because we didn't get a chance to go to the Toadstool Cafe inside a <laughs> Nintendo World, right? So oh, here's yeah. how the reservations work at this specific place. You have to scan a QR code at the beginning of the day and then pick whatever selection is available. And that's when your reservation is. As soon as they fill up, that's, that's it. it, right? Yeah. Now, the thing that we didn't think about before we had left is the fact that these theme parks give you early access. So we had regular tickets that let us in at nine. The early access mm -hmm. would let you in at like 8, 30, 8 o'clock, something like that. Yeah. So by the time we got there day two, because we didn't know how it worked, everything was filled up. 
So we told him, like, okay, don't worry. We'll come back tomorrow. We'll come here first thing, and we'll try and get on it. <clears throat> yeah. But since we didn't consider the early access passes, literally went there as soon as we walked in, tried to get on the guest list. It was booked for the entire day. Because like mm -hmm. I told you, a billion people were there already. <laughs> yeah. So this little dude instead of and and look i understand he's eight so yeah. you know but at the same time instead of being like you know what i get it i didn't get to do this one thing that i was really looking forward to but it's still a dope like little mini vacation amazing yeah. type birthday present no all he wanted to do was complain about how he didn't get to and because he didn't get to do toadstool cafe everything, his whole vacation yeah, yeah. everything <laughs> about the day was ruined right yeah and then even after all the times everyone around him was like shut up about this and you finally think that he has the message when his mom calls you know how he describes the the, the fucking vacation how? Well, there's this place called the Toadstool Cafe, and, <laughs> and we didn't get to go to that, but we're going to try and go next time. Like, even his own mom had to be like, why don't you tell me about something that you did do? Right. Ugh. <laughs> damn, kids. God, <laughs> fuck yeah. God damn it. They ruined stuff. You know? People ruin going outside and kids ruin going to amusement parks, okay? I can only imagine. My goodness, all those people. That's and they have to like watch out for your son to make sure like he stays within like the area that he's supposed to be with. <laughs> like That's the other like, thing. He kept he kept oh walking God. off. And that's look, I give him I didn't get as mad. One time he walked off, like walked way off, like went through ropes and everything. And I was like, oh, 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 oh. You're, you're lucky we're in California or I beat the fuck out of you right now. Um, oh, man. The thoughts, opinions and expressions of Clamboy Ryan in no way reflect those of Judy herself. The A Conversation with Judy and Ryan podcast or parent company. Take a breath productions. All rights reserved. Copyright 2020. I don't actually strike my child in any way, but I was getting close. <laughs> uh, but so th that, like I said, he's eight. It's hyper overload on him that yeah. I didn't care about as much except for the one time. But the ungratefulness of it. Oh, yeah. and oh. oh, man, this little girl is lucky that she's not my <laughs> daughter. Oh, yeah, I'm oh, like, I, I could only, oh my God, I can't so imagine. So grounded, Ugh. so grounded. Yeah, be like, oh, he, that was the most unnecessary comment you could ever make. <laughs> and well, I get and it. They're kids. They don't know. But like, at the same time, and then I was thinking about it. I go, damn, I remember my parents, like when I first came to the U.S., because I was not born here. Uh, when I first came to the United States, um, my parents took us to Disneyland. And I still remember that, like, my parents saved, like, our tickets. The tickets were, like, $25 to get in. And this was, like, 1995. <laughs> that is crazy. <sighs> On, like, how much tickets have just risen from then to now, like, 
Wow. Oh man. <laughs> oh so mind boggling. Like So that's it. sorry that I'm not giving you as much back. And that's literally what I'm trying to find. I remember when it now this is when it first opened, but in Orlando, the Star Wars like hotel experience. I wanna mm-hmm. say for like two days for two people it was like five grand or something i remember yeah yeah oh so i was trying to find that but i mean like i don't even know if it's still open because it's not letting (laughs) me find it that's not uh profitable i don't think for anybody (laughs) (laughs) that's why the ceo of disney got fired okay and they were like yo we need Iger back please Jesus, God, mm. nobody has that kind of money to spend. But we are looking into doing some kind of theme park, hopefully for spring break. But we just don't know what we want to do yet. Just make sure that you go on a not not saying that I think you need to, but go on a diet beforehand because you don't want to be fat shamed by the music. No, the I time. don't. You know what? I've been like a little traumatized with some of these uh, plus size women that on TikTok that I watch. And they're like, yeah, they make you like get off and like go try on these tester ride things and make sure you fit on there after you stood in line for all this time. Like, Dude, and, and while you're walking up for legality <laughs> reasons, obviously, but they have these signs everywhere that are like, yo, you're going to be moving and jumping. And, and guess what? People of certain body types and sizes will not be allowed to ride. God. So the entire weekend, while I'm walking around from ride to ride, I'm like mm-hmm. in my head the whole time, like, oh, is this the one? Okay, oh, well, this, am I gonna that. have to get kicked yep. off, right? Yeah. And I'm like trying to lose, I'm trying to do the thing where you're trying to lose weight in real time. <laughs> like, I know what you mean. <laughs> like, like it's hot outside, and instead of drinking all the water you have, you just take little sips. <laughs> Can we walk a couple more steps around you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do some high knees in line. <laughs> Let me like adjust my bra so my boobs are kind of like a little flatter. Oh, God, <laughs> man. <sighs> oh, yeah. it, was, it was especially especially for the Mario Kart ride. I was like, I am not not getting everything out of this one. <laughs> Harry Potter, I'll deal with, but not the Mario Kart. <laughs> oh. oh God. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then I wanted to bring this up since we were talking about theme parks anyway, because it's a it's a shitty segue, but it's still segues for me. Remember yeah. a Goofy movie? Um, a little bit. Okay, remember that Powerline was the the like the rock star of the movie, like the the fictitious rock star of that world, but he was like the biggest rock star on the planet. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I, Hot Topic at one point sold a Powerline t-shirt, okay? Okay. And I love that movie so much. I've probably watched it no less than 70, 80 times, which doesn't sound like a lot. You think of how many times you've actually watched a movie. These people will tell me, oh, I've watched it 400 times. No, you haven't, okay? You've barely watched it 100 times, if that. You've watched pieces <laughs> and bits of it while it was on TV. That only right. equals once, okay? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I, so many people say, oh, it's not that many times. Shut up, it's enough. Anyway, I listen to the songs all the time and 
while I was dating <clears throat> my ex, my now ex, who I believe we talked about on a previous podcast, not <laughs> yeah. a conversation podcast, but a quarter life crisis podcast. We'll go yep. deep for this one. Yep. So that girl took that shirt. Like she took it home to like sleep. Oh, wow. And then uh -huh. you know how that is. Like you just, you never get it back after the breakup. Yeah. No. But I was, I was so damaged by her taking that shirt. Cause I can't get another one. They stopped making them. Damn. I was so damaged by that, that when mm. I, when I found one on Etsy, like a custom one and uh -huh. I paid eighty nine ninety nine or whatever, cause it's <laughs> Etsy and it's custom. Right. And when I received it, I told the EP, I was like, you're not allowed to wear this ever. <laughs> oh my God. And it's because like, and don't get me wrong. I don't think that she's going to take my shirt or anything, but now the paranoia right. has set in cause I was damaged by that ex. So <laughs> I wanted to know, Judy, have you ever been like unexpectedly damaged by an ex? Um, like, does anyone take one of your hoodies and they were just, and you're just like, God damn it. I, I, no one gets a hoodie now. No, but then again, not, I was, the, women I was the, yeah, I was the hoodie thief. Um, I don't you know if I ever told slut. you this. Look, I don't know if you ever told you this, but at one point in my dating life, I went through a phase that I was like, I'm going to take something. <laughs> I think I mentioned it. Actually, now that I think about it, I'm pretty sure I mentioned this on our previous podcast. This does sound had. very familiar because I, Where yeah, Klepto Judy. <laughs> I just went through a phase of like, bananas? All right. <laughs> Take your Wow. So you were the damagee. Like, there's a guy out there now, anytime, anytime he brings a chick over, he's like, hey. If you touch these fucking bananas, it's it's done. Okay, these are my bananas. Do not touch. Um, or I mean, I've I've taken a lot of hoodies. That's definitely a thing. But I those have like, all. Been, I feel like, like the deleted. hoodie thing. I feel like the hoodie thing is just like that's collateral damage. Like, don't get me wrong, the shirt yeah. is collateral damage. I get that. The only reason it sucks is because they stopped making it. Right. Right. If yeah. it was. You know, if it was a regular hoodie, like a Nike, okay, whatever. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I feel like guys know that the hoodie is going to be collateral damage. Why do you think we don't be giving you the good one all the time? <laughs> You're like, what the fuck is this Costco hoodie you got me in right now? Like, bitch, you know why. You know why you got that on, okay? No, but I it's gotta, funny. I, I just got a whole closet full of Costco hoodies. <laughs> just for when bitches come over I feel like that's a part of a show that I've watched <laughs> where it's like, oh, it's, a, it's, like, it's like, this is the only clothes you can see that's in my closet. All the good uh, stuff are like in a different closet, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, or like, you know how people have those, uh, those booties, uh, that you were like, they'll have a, a spot for you to put booties on when you walk into their house. Like yeah. it's the same thing. It's a spot for you to go get your hoodie. It's just like it's like yo, pick your hoodie out. It's fun. They look like all the rest. So just you know, hurry up. Or what was that? Uh, I I don't know if it was a movie or a show where this guy like a girl slept over and you know she was wearing his clothes for like to sleep and before she left was like yo, you gonna 
take that shirt off. Like that's one of my favorite shirts. You gonna leave it here or what's happening? <laughs> like you can't leave this house with that on. <laughs> no, it, it's that called have been my, you. It's called my life. Okay, that's what happened to me. And I was like, "Yo, you will you give me that power line shirt back?" Or is it? No, it's fine. I'll give it back. No, you won't give it back now. I know you're not what giving if, it back. Like, what if she like donated it to a Goodwill and then you go to a Goodwill and you find that shirt? Oh my then God. Then I'm more pissed because I had to pay for it twice. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, also, who who knows? Like, who knows who else had handled it at that point? Yeah. Like, it's been through. I don't know. And, and look, she probably she donated it, but who knows how many other bodies she caught during that time. And I'm not sure. trying. It, that's not me saying like in a shameful way, but yeah. I, I, she was sleeping around other dudes in my shirt. Like my shirt's been tainted. OK, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> OK, so even though I found no. it, it, the only thing I would do is I would get, I would burn the shirt so that I put it out of its misery because it's just it's just like at this point. <laughs> you just got to put out its misery. OK, no, listen, the only thing that like damaging my ex had ever done was it just made me really feel insecure. Right. So back in the day, I don't know if any of our listeners remember this, but the old Instagram had a section where it had like, you know, your likes. Right. And then on one tab, it had what your friends liked, Right. All the pictures that your friends also liked. And <laughs> I just remember all these fights that that little tab caused with me and my ex because he would be like, why are you liking this person's picture? And then I would be like, well, why are you liking this bitch's picture? Like, I don't know. <laughs> See that. God. And, and then Instagram took it away and it stopped all the fights for people. But like, y'all don't know back in like early 2010s, <laughs> Instagram was messy. <laughs> it's still messy it's just like it's messy in a different way now now people yeah. are like why don't you ever post me on your actual timeline or whatever it's called why only post me in stories that are temporary Ooh. like what what the hell Ooh, well you gotta uh -huh. hide mm-hmm he's mm -hmm. just like I, you asked me to put you in a fucking picture and i did it and i'm still in trouble god damn it is that coming from recent experiences right no, but I was watching um, <laughs> one of those TLC shows like 90 Day Fiance or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the arguments that they had had. And the dead ass, that's what he said. He's like, I did what you want me to do. Like, it, it was, was yeah. obvious he was doing some dirt, though. But it's, yeah, mm. I'm not yeah. look. I'm not too yeah. I'm not, I'm not too proud to not steal from reality television when I think it's funny. OK, just, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who's show that you thought you were coming here for but i will yeah. uh throw down mm -mm. on that a time speaking of yeah. throwing down oh judy it is time for ryan refutes what are we refuting today <laughs> on this week's episode of ryan refutes I want Ryan to refute that actually going brawless for women in public is not sexy. And it's maybe a little tacky, maybe a little trashy. I don't know, but we'll okay. see what Ryan says. <laughs> see, this is where this is, this is a classic EP refutes. <laughs> okay. And I say that just because it sounds good when you put it on paper, right? <laughs> It does sound good, <clears throat> but as soon as you go out into the real world, 
You don't want to see any titties, most titties without bras on. Okay? Not <laughs> all of them girls can hold themselves up. Okay? Some of them, mm -hmm. some be dragging a little bit. And then also, some women be getting extra back problems because they're so big and they got to be like hunched over all the time. Okay? <laughs> and what you're doing by making them stand back up straight without any extra support is that you're making gravity actually pull them down farther. And I am a champion of titties, okay? I am. I don't wanna see a titty ever get abused. I want them to be cradled, I want them to be coddled, I want them to be taken care of to the fullest extent. And then also, as far as why it's, it's tacky, right? If a, if a lady is in front of me and she doesn't have a bra on, and she's looking at all of this and just getting excited by, you know, all the man meat that is in front of her and they pop out. How am I not supposed to stare at the erasers <laughs> that are looking right at me? And now I'm a bad guy because I took a look, even though they're looking right back at me. Okay, but I'm the bad guy. No, mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. much better for society that the ladies put them away but not oh. like a what? No, 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 no! Don't put them away. Don't put them away. <laughs> We're not refuting if we put them away. Okay, it's fine. He said, "No, no, don't put them away, y'all." <laughs> what we do is we coddle them and we put them into a support, and then show them off supported. Okay, just mm. like every model that we have ever had, they all needed the support of a photographer, and mm -hmm. so the bra is really the photographer of the boob because it sets you up in a position that you want it to be at its best attraction it's brilliant i just came up with this the bra is the photographer of the boob oh don't 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 no it works perfect okay okay, okay. look look i <laughs> until i until this whole tangent with the photographer of the boob thing I was really killing it. So we're just gonna <laughs> just gonna forget about that. I was okay. gonna say that I don't like it when nipples stare right back at me. And then from there we're gonna go, reveal me not, bitch. <laughs> it's funny that you say that, that you don't want nipples stare at your face because do you remember maybe a year or so ago Kim Kardashian came out with like these I don't know if it's like a special bra or something with her lingerie line, but she, it had like little nipples, like like actual nipples. <laughs> like so, it looks like your nipples are hard underneath your shirt. So no, yeah, no. you know. And look, I told you we've oh, been watching. Was that a Friends. huge seller? Was that a huge yeah. seller? And yeah, that, and, and and that's why Kim was able to buy another beach house <laughs> because all the nipple bras that she sold probably. Probably. What's going on with friends who had hard nipples and friends? By the way, Jennifer, you want Jennifer Aniston. You want to talk about episode. Oh, that's right. That I <laughs> forgot that that was like why she got so popular back in the day too. I mean, she it had was, no bra in almost every episode. Yeah. I'm oh, I was going to say like you and me and your husband we watching all those episodes of uh, American Gladiators and yeah, yeah a, a lot of bras were left on the on the floor, okay? <laughs> okay, a lot of, it's, it's cold in those warehouses. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. 
At what point <laughs> did it become like a rule in TV? Like we gotta have all these bitches in bras. Like we cannot have a nipple staring at America. At what point did that become the law of television? I have no idea. Wasn't in the 90s. No, all the nipples were out in the 90s. So, oh, <laughs> men how, and women. How much farther along in Friends are you? I'm barely like finishing up season four. There's still six more to go. Well, no, but that's, I mean, that's from the last time we talked, you were like mid season three. So, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm almost, you know, um, Ross, Ross is now getting married to Emily. Look, that was wait, em, okay. I look, I I didn't watch that like that. Okay, oh, I'm I, sorry. Okay, sorry. I I thought you were a frenzy person. Like no, that. like it was on. I'm old enough that it was on. That right. when I was alive, it was just coming on, right? But I never. <laughs> when I was alive. Yeah, you know, like I'm old enough to have lived through it when it first came out. Um, but I mean, but, you're not like obsessed to like watch the actual series. Oh, I guess I'll never get to top about my obsession. No, um, it's it's funny. I think it's a perfect kind of show to watch uh, when there's back in the day of tele regular television, like syndication television. I think it was a perfect kind of show because most of the episodes, you didn't need to know the backstory of anyone, especially right. first five seasons or whatever. Didn't really need yeah. to know the backstories. Anyone jump right in. You're good to go. Mm -hmm. Um Later on, obviously, when you have your longer stories where Chandler is now married to Monica or whatever, that's different. Mm -hmm. But I really do think it was just a really good show for that. So I've watched clips and, and stuff like that. But no, I don't know. Emily, the only the, the only person who I know that's not one of the actual friends is Janice. <laughs> that's, and it's because the name Janice, like Janice, it's, it's seared into my fucking oh brain. My God. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So that does it for the first half of the show. The gong told us that we have to finish. Uh, when we come back, I have a question for uh, Judy's sex life, which we all know. Don't worry, Judy. It's, it's there for you. It's ready. But I have a question for you on your sex life. Um, we're also going to find out what life as a homeowner what new challenges life as a homeowner has brought to Judy. And oh my God, what a weekend of sports. I'm Woo. so, I'm so, hey, look at that. You guys are keeping McCarthy. I bet you're super happy about that. But we don't have time for you to talk about It's coming up next on A Conversation with Judy and Ryan. Woo woo. 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 Oh, that was a sad woo, Judy. Sad Woody. And sad, sad Woody. <laughs> Is that what you just said? Did you just call me sad Woody? Welcome back to a conversation with Judy and Ryan on YouTube at T-A-B-P-O-D, or should I say a conversation with Woody and Ryan? <laughs> No, no, anyone, it's, it's sad, Woody. Sad. <laughs> For anyone looking on on anywhere that you can see us at T-A-B-P-O-D, you'll see. Uh, I said that Judy's woos at the end of the last segment were sad, so she was sad, Woody. <laughs> and now, now, 
She said, Woody, I'm still the employee of the month, though. I mean, that's not going to change when you have, you know, look at this. So, in fact, you know what? Employee of the month. Right there. <laughs> uh, that's my picture. Perfect. There we I go. <laughs> uh, audio listeners, you need to check us out on a video platform to see what's going on because things yes. are getting wild. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of wild, Judy. Yes. I'm going to ask you a question, but I'm going to follow that question up immediately with a story so you can understand what I'm saying. Perfect. Judy, what ailment would you put yourself through so that you could have sex? And what I mean by that ailment can be if you're you're sick, you have a cough, you have a sore throat, you have a headache, uh, you're in pain of some sort, you got a swollen ankle, like whatever you like. What is the worst thing that you would put up with in order to have sex? And I say that because you would think that this story I'm about to tell would be about something that I did because mm -hmm. I, as a man, I'm so ferile. I just, all the testosterone makes it so that I need to <laughs> spread my seed at every constant notice. Okay. <laughs> but in actuality, it was, uh, it was someone with an XX chromosome in my house that put up with an ailment. So I'm not going to paint all the details for you because mm -hmm. <laughs> there were some details, but <laughs> suffice to say mid coitus coitus, an okay word. Can we say coitus? I think we could say coitus. Okay. Co mid coitus <laughs> after the EP has fulfilled her most ecstasied moment if you catch mm -hmm. my drift boys she looked at me and she had this look of pain in her face <laughs> right like i don't know if she meant to look the way she did but like she did it was like a look of i'm so happy and i wish i had never been put in this position at the same time yeah to which i said are you okay? Like, is, <laughs> is this like, I'm not, I, I'm not, I'm not that big that it's like hurting you. Am I, am, am I right? And she's like, well, I've just been dealing with some cervical pain all day oh. and I mm -hmm. couldn't really put my hand on the button un of what was going on. <laughs> until now with with having this member inside of me mm. because it just it feels like someone just like punched me in the cervix mm. to which i said and you wanted to have sex still <laughs> dead ass she looked at me and she just goes oh does that mean we're done <laughs> Girls a fiend, you know what I'm saying? I mean, look, look, you yeah. can get yours, girl. Yeah. Get yours. But, but yeah, it was amazing. She was 
like so needing to get some that she was look if i had a pain in my dick there's no way i'm having sex okay (laughs) most likely it would be a crime in most states if i did have sex okay you're not supposed to spread that stuff without letting your partner know oh Mm. yeah see see Mm. But no, but no, a female has pain and it's fine to just do whatever with her body. See, we let you guys, this is why the Supreme Court took away that right, okay? They said, (laughs) you don't know what to do with it. It's not yours anymore. No mas. I feel like you got to play that disclaimer again just for that comment. The thoughts, opinions, and expressions of Clamboy Ryan in no way reflect those of Judy herself, the A Conversation with Judy and Ryan podcast, or parent company, Take a Breath Productions. All rights reserved. Copyright 2020. But honestly, think about it. (laughs) All the chips stack up in the way that I'm talking about. Supreme Court makes a judgment, and then look what happens less than what was it a year ago to a year and a half i don't know time flies when you're having fun but whatever <laughs> it happened now look we have someone actively abusing her body for sinful pleasure <laughs> god anyway so, so so judy i've 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 brought okay. all this up to ask you like yeah what did so basically because let's just be adults about this okay mm-hmm. i asked you what you would put up with but we as the audience and we you don't have to say it but we as the audience all know that whatever you would put up with is something that you have put up with so <laughs> judy what would you put up with um, I would say, I mean, similar, hey, cra- hey, like cramps. Give hey. <laughs> <laughs> me a thumbs up and pause me when I was winking. Wow, maybe. Uh, who knows what? Anyways, back to what I was saying. Um, I would say cramps, like terrible cramps, but you still got to get yours at that point. Cramps. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like, how is there specific positions that you can't do if you have the cramps? No, because it's kind of like. So they say if you have sex, the cramps, like sex alleviates cramps. Yeah, but in the same way that working out alleviates cramps, okay? (laughs) It's not like there's a special special property in semen that it's like, oh, cramps are gone. It's endorphins, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Take your ass for a brisk walk. Won't um, be so would... fucking sad, Woody. <laughs> okay. Uh, I would say mm. cramps. Um, I think I had a sprained ankle at one point where I'm like, you know, we <laughs> still gonna get it. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, like honestly, <laughs> that like it's like to me the only time that I'm not for it is anything in the stomach area. Like, a cr- like, so I don't know how y'all do it, right? But if I got some gas going on, if I'm feeling like bloated or digest, cause look, sex is just using that core 
a lot. Mm -hmm. No matter what position you're in, it's somehow doing a form of crunches. And your boy (laughs) is not built for crunches, okay? Whether it's forward or inverse or upside down, it's a fucking ab exercise. And I'm not built that way. I got a good, you know, I got a good like two minutes, 36 seconds of energy in me before, mm-hmm. you know, I got, I got less than one round, but that is going to be, it's going to be a furious, you know, 236. <laughs> okay. People's lives will have been changed in that time. Yeah. But it's only yeah. happening for very short. Um, you know, I'm basically a drag racer of the sex world, you know, short, oh. powerful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> but I would uh, also say like, um, hmm, maybe like, like if you have strep, I wouldn't suggest, you know, well, have, no, you know but that's things a, like that. So just so we can actually be appropriate about it, we're not suggesting that you do anything. And <laughs> uh, obviously, if you have something that is highly contagious, like strep yeah. throat, please don't yeah. shove your tongue down someone else's tongue or throat or the, but either. Okay. Just, if you have strep throat, just keep your ass at home. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, have I ever told that story of the one time you I went on a date? somebody with strep throat? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. First of all, let's t- take it back a little bit. Okay. We did not do the deed, but I went on a first date with this guy. And that morning, I well, the night before, I felt sick. So that morning, I went to the urgent care, and they're like, oh, you got strep. No. So then they gave me the shot, right, the antibiotic shot, and I was good. So I was like, well, I'm feeling better now. I guess I could go on a date. <laughs> that night, <laughs> I told this story on, I remember the part of life crisis. I oh, yes, you definitely. Before. We're just reliving all the hits today. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Man. Yeah. And, and, you know, like the guy was cute. So I gave, we gave a little kiss, but yeah. And then the next day, he's and like, and then the next day, he's like, like my man, throat really sick. fucking hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're a predator. (laughs) I thought it was better, right? They said the antibiotic hit. I was. You need to be put on a list. (laughs) If you were a man, you'd have been put in jail for three years. Oh my god! According to Jonathan Majors, if you were black, they would have shot you for this. Okay. Oh God, I, I don't really, thoughts, I don't know if opinions, I actually need to play it for this one, but just in case. In no way reflect okay. those yeah, like we can even talk over it. It's not a, it's not a yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually did or say some shit like that. Yeah, so, actually, you know. Copyright 2020. Uh, you know what made me feel good? I was listening to, uh, and, and just because of how I'm going to say it, I don't want to belittle this person because I actually think super highly of their opinion and they're very well articulated and they, they thought out on all their stuff. Um, I was watching his podcast and he is an African American and his views aligned with my views on that subject, especially when he was talking about how Megan Good is his Coretta or whatever. And <laughs> like, I was, just, he was saying stuff and I had already said it in a similar fashion. I was like, oh, <laughs> that's love. You don't even know what you did right now. 
<sighs> oh man, I oh. told y'all, uh, Jonathan Majors has some kind of civil rights uh, kink. <laughs> dude, dude, I don't even. I'm, no, not gonna. Anyways, not nope. gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would say. I'm trying to think about, oh, you know what? When I was super horny back in the day, like, <laughs> like, and I'm not talking, I'm talking pre-marriage Ryan, like horny because I don't, I really don't feel good enough and I'm just trying to make whatever happened happen. So yeah. I will take, you know, the most coyotiest of uglies and deal oh with God. it. Uh, there was one time that I met a girl and she had ended up throwing up and I still tried to make out with her. <laughs> okay. And he, like, and honestly I got saved by her mm-hmm. because even she was like, bro, I just threw up. Like, that's not a, I'm not yeah. saying I don't want to make out with you, but like, I should probably get a mint or something first. Yeah, like maybe rinse out my mouth. Yeah, like, like can I get something? a bottle of water? Can you take me to a 7-Eleven so I can get a bottle of water, you fucking monster? <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Judy, how was the weather <laughs> while I was out of town? Yo. <laughs> On Sunday, our low was like 10 degrees. And our high was like 25, right? <laughs> and that was Sunday through Tuesday. <laughs> I told you it was going to be cold. I said that cold Woo. front's coming through. It just hit Vegas. It's on its way. Woo, but was- damn, I didn't think it was going to be that bad. Yes. And so, okay, this is our first official winter in our house. And our rental, honestly, we did not care about that rental. Like, we didn't think about, like, pipes freezing we didn't think about opening their cabinets to let the warmth in you know none of that no but now this time around i was like ooh, we actually got to care about like our our pipes freeze well i get the pipes freezing that that makes sense what do you mean opening your cabinets yeah so if you open like the cabinets where your sinks are it's to keep the um the warmth of your house kind of circulating under there so then your pipes don't freeze below where like where your sinks are like in the bathroom oh okay so it's to keep no okay so it's to Mm -hmm. keep the pipes i thought you meant it just like made the whole house warmer like no no that's what's like it's all pipes all the pipes is what we (laughs) were i was like i was like i don't don't really know (laughs) sorry if if my if my cups are gonna help the circulation (laughs) but okay you're a homeowner so i just go with it I meant the cabin. It's like underneath sinks. Okay. So yeah, just to keep it warm. See, I'm not a homeowner, so I don't know these things. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then we had to buy, well, I guess we didn't have to buy covers for like our outdoor faucets, but they, I didn't know about these faucet covers that they have, but they're just like these little styrofoam, like square shape that kind of fits over snugly uh over snugly over snug over snugly your over yes yeah you know but it's one of those like wow we did not do any of these things at our rental like we really so, did not give a fuck <laughs> wait how much how much are the styrofoam things they're like two bucks okay because in yeah. my head i was like if it's anything more than five bucks i'm just going to the nearest supermarket and getting one of the one of the coolers i don't care i'll put a full cooler on the side of a house <laughs> like 
Oh, okay. <laughs> but no. yeah, you know, things like that that I like we never really thought about because like who cares what happens to our rental? Like it's a rental. But now I'm like, oh, we should really like we really do need to care about these things and kind of like listen to when people are like, oh, make sure you get like little drips in your faucet so you make sure the water just runs. And I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> This is going to be like the first, I think this is like our first round, like a first snippet of winter because it only happened for about two days and it did snow a bit in here in our area. But I feel that we're going to have a colder winter front come in next month. Damn. So, yeah. Damn. And that's, it's interesting that as a renter, you would do everything you could to stop the pipe from dripping. You're just like, I just want it silent. And now as a homeowner, you're like, I got to have that drip. Like, God, we gotta I need drip that drip, man. Like, or else we're not gonna have water tomorrow. And like some of the my coworkers' pipes froze, so they had like leaks around the house. And so like, what happens? I mean, obviously the water and the pipe and everything freeze, but what actually happens when a pipe freezes? It can burst, so then you can get water in your walls wherever your pipes are, and you kind of have to either get a plumber to kind of get through it and you know seal it. But when that does happen, you have to turn off your water. And I go, Keith, where's our main water? <laughs> He's like, it's usually in front of the house. I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's there. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> At least like, one of you that? knew. At least yeah. one of you knew. Do you know what? where the circuit breaker is, Judy? Yes, we did. It's in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> not, not we. I know Keith knows. Okay, this not. Don't we us? Yes, I do know. Uh, Thank you. It's in the garage. <laughs> what are you gonna yes. do? What are you gonna do if there's an apocalypse and you have to find out? You know where the water main is. Okay, and Keith's not there. What are you gonna do? Okay, gosh. <laughs> Thank God I know now. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> oh. Look, man, I'm saying I honestly, I don't think I would want to be surviving in a pocket. <laughs> no, like that. no, I don't. Um, I honestly I watched like, OK, I recently watched um, a Netflix. I watched. Oh, God, I don't know the title. But okay, it's the most well, recent one with honestly, I brought up the apocalypse thing on accident yeah. and I don't I don't oh. want you to go on a whole tangent. Oh, sorry. Like, no, and it's not don't apologize because our show, like if it wasn't called if it wasn't called a conversation with Sad Woody and Ryan, it, it would be called tangent, right? Because that's what we do. Yeah. The only reason I'm stopping you is just because we gotta talk sports. We have so much sports to talk about, and I don't want to not have time for that because right, I right. set us this off on a stupid tangent, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, I know you loved it last week. I you know how much I loved it. Uh, we got that cool sounder from the boys over at the mothership in in the on the eastern side of the country. You know, uh, some some might say it's where the Yukon teams play. Um, but anyway, they uh, they helped us out. They got us a cool sounder for whenever we talk about sports. I am. Oh, man, I cannot talk about how much I love this thing. So amazing. Thank you guys so much. I, I can't name them because they, you know, they didn't 
they just gave me some free stuff. Like they just helped me out of the goodness of their heart. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. they can't let that out there. But here we go. It's time for sports. No, 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 no. Sports. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Judy, do you want to start on Ooh. things or do you want me to start and you jump in? Like, I I know that last weekend was very traumatic. It's a very you. traumatic time for me. Yes. So I just, I, however you want to take care of this moment <clears throat> in your life. Um. Yes. Okay. I would like to go first. Okay. <laughs> He's just like, yes, I'm like, I've been, I've been waiting. Okay. Yes, I have been waiting. It's been a long six days. <laughs> Good Five, whatever. So yes, um, we were very excited as we, me and Keith were very excited that the Cowboys made the playoffs and we had a home game. You know, we had it lost at home since 2022. Looked real good at home too. We looked real good, you know, scoring 40 points on people. It was exciting times. And then we come into this game on Sunday, right? Um, the the Packers just came in and were like, bend over, Cowboys. We're here. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to say because that was not a good game for us. And it was not. I mean, look, it just looked like, okay, I get Dak. Kind of got his act together somewhat, right? First half was terrible. Second half, maybe a little bit. It was a little too late at that point. But I, the defense was just terrible. And I feel that it was one of those games that Dan Quinn showed up. But I feel like he already got a new job. And, you know, he's like, I'm just going to show up. The game. So he, did he was trying get... out the door. <laughs> and I don't want to say this because he's from every report I'm reading, he's going to be my next coach. But it did seem like he had spent the previous days game planning for his interviews rather than for the Packers. Yeah. Yep, now, cause... what what I will say, real quick, what I will say is that <clears throat> it did seem. Like they were using a now you get paid millions of dollars. You should be able to to, to navigate this somewhat during the game. But mm-hmm. it did seem like they were using a type of uh, like drag corner hybrid of a route that's almost custom made to defeat the traditional Dan Quinn style of zone coverage defense. Mm-hmm. So. Like, and I say that as someone because he comes from the Pete Carroll tree, and for a decade, anytime I see a tight end go up out of this into the slot and they go on a go route, I know that there's a pretty good chance that they're going to be wide open. It's a flaw of that style of defense that only can be covered up by someone that we had for, you know, a bunch of years in Earl Thomas because he was so fast going from side, side of the field, side of the field. So I will say that it seemed like Matt LaFleur cooked up something specifically dialed up to beat that kind of scheme. But from what I also heard, you guys had done like 90% man coverage on defense or something like that over the year? I think that was, yeah, I think that's what I heard too. 
So that does, yeah. So I mean, regardless of whether he did that specifically to beat that zone scheme, like uh, you switch it to man, it should have worked. But I don't know. I don't know, but yeah. I mean, okay. So I, I knew that game. I like. <laughs> I knew that game was not gonna go the way we expected it on the on the Packers' first drive. It was like third and long, and the Cowboys stopped. Right. They stopped it. They're like, cool. They stopped the first down. What do you know? There's a flag <laughs> from one of my defensive players doing something so dumb. <laughs> Get called for it. Let the Packers just run down, score a touchdown. From that moment, I knew I was like, like, this game's not going to go the way it's going to go. Like, we're not. Good. I don't know if that's just like the pessimist in me or if that's how like the Cowboys kind of like <laughs> got my mentals in because I'm like, um. I, well, yeah, no, I don't. I think it's a combination of everything, mm. right? Because this is who this team is. Like they have been since their glory days of 28 years ago or whatever. This is the team that they have been in which if they get punched in the mouth, especially in the playoffs, which they always do, mm -hmm. they have an issue, right? And maybe it is that they just, you know, don't know how they can't play in the playoffs or whatever. And that's why they get punched in the mouth. But regardless, mm -hmm. I love the game. I loved it so much from a, <laughs> not from a Judy's team is losing perspective, but yeah. I lost it for the, I loved it for the lore of the show. The, yeah. the cowboy dynasty family of Dallas or whatever we're calling this was <laughs> so on complete, like it was on a complete pedestal for what we were watching. Right? This was the perfect divorce game. Okay? That's what right. this was. Yes, like, you would this, think. Was, this was finally the game where, like, Dak all season has been trying to hold it together, but the pressure of everything finally gets to him. Right? Mm -hmm. So he's been your, your perfect child all year, and now he's blowing up. And because he's blowing up so badly, your problem child, CD, is like, nah, figure this out older brother you need to get me the ball right and the whole time second marriage mike is just freaking out on the sidelines like ah, this is it it's over i don't know what to do i was just it was a good run i was, i don't know if i can be third marriage mike but huh and Jerry is just up in his boot, just like, call Belichick, call Harbaugh. I don't care. God, I can't even hire goddamn Gardner Dan because his defense is playing so bad right now. Get me a goddamn new marriage mate. Right? Mm-hmm. But then, yep. I don't know what happened. Like, if Dak went to Jerry after the game, and said, no, don't break our family up, please. Or what happened? Because the fact that you're bringing McCarthy back. And here's the other thing. It's not just that you're bringing McCarthy back, is that you have also already stated that if he does not accept a head coaching job, you will bring back Gardner Dan. So, and this is not my take, but it is kind of true at this point. I heard it on First Things First earlier today. The Cowboys are not a Super Bowl or bus team. You guys do not get to say that you are anymore. <laughs> because 
not only did you not make the Super Bowl, you busted as hard as you could. All of the pins lined up for you. You were at home. You got to play a much weaker team. You were healthy. Everything. And you got smacked in the mouth. And don't get me wrong. I understand Jordan Love is uh, he's playing great. You know, he's he's Mm -hmm. the the Packers have basically started their next generation of Hall of Fame quarterback, essentially. But still, Still, you guys, this is the game you are supposed to win. You know what I love is that and I, I get it's not a one for one because at the time Roma was also dealing with all those collarbone issues. Yeah. But you guys got rid of Romo because Dak won a playoff game and y'all haven't been able to win a playoff game since. You're like, wow, get the fuck out of here, Romo. We got our guy. You can leave now. And then just sits there's like, nah, same old Cowboys. Yep. And honestly, Jerry bringing back Mike McCarthy did not surprise me. Only because he kept bringing back Jason Garrett. Let's not forget. <laughs> right. No, I get year that. Year after but... year after year. But he brought it back a... after going 4-12. and 12. No, I get <laughs> Never that. Never forget. But, th- <laughs> but there was a difference with, with Jason Garrett than there was Mike McCarthy because Jer- uh, Jason was Jerry's as close to a son as he could have from that okay. perspective, right? Because remember... Jerry liked Jason so much that when he was just the offensive coordinator, he paid him more money than his, at the time, head coach so that he wouldn't go be a head coach anywhere else. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, like, it was one of those things where he then had to go and pay his head coach something, I don't know, something like a dollar more or whatever, but just so he could be like, I still get paid the most, I'm in charge until Jerry fires me and gives you my job, right? So that's what I'm saying. He always had, for lack of a better term, a hard-on for Jason Garrett. Mm -hmm. And so that's why, in my opinion, he had that tenure of 10 years because Jerry genuinely, in my opinion, thought of him as his kid, you know? Like, he thought him as one of his family, and that's why it was really painful for him to let him go. And then what did Jason do? That son of a bitch. He went right to New York. He's like, fuck you, Dad. I'm going to the, I'm going to the enemy. I love that you turned this into, like, a family... Uh... <laughs> Like it's, a family reality show, yeah. right? <laughs> it's it's Dallas, both in show and on t- in in sport. Um, yeah, it's true. Mm. Oh, but that that was mm. honestly just the fact the fact that Jerry keeps saying, "I don't have many years left. I, I need to win a Super Bowl before I go." Like it's it's stuff like that, and. Once again, something else I heard earlier today from Mina Kimes. It'd be one thing if this was just a general year of coaching, right? Where there's the regular candidates and like, you know, going into the offseason, Dan Quinn was basically thought, other than Ben Johnson, Dan Quinn was thought to be like the number one prospect of who you were going to get as a coach, right? Since then, we have had Bill Belichick become available. John Harbaugh become available. 
I mean, you could kick the tires on Nick Saban now, which you couldn't do before. You say, hey, coach, you're out of Alabama. There are all these people. And because you're hearing the same thing with Sirianni in Philadelphia because of the way that they shit the bed the last seven weeks of the season. Mm -hmm. Where... It'd be one thing if it was just, a, you know, where Dan Quinn or Frank Reich are your best coaching candidates, right? But right. this is not that. This is a year in which you have the greatest coach in modern football history, if not of all time, in Bill Belichick. You have a coach that has a proven track record in the pros of getting a team to a Super Bowl on top of having a proven track record of just being a good coach by getting Michigan to win a national championship. Mm -hmm. Um Ben Johnson has been everybody's, you know, love child of who they want to get as a coach for two years now. So you have all these prospects. So for you to just be like, eh, we're going to stick, we're going to stick with second marriage, Mike, and just go with it. Yeah. You know, like, that's what I'm saying. Like Dak had to go and be like, dad, come on, don't do this. We can be a family still. Okay. <laughs> We could we got one more shot, and then what's gonna you, and you know what's gonna suck, is that you guys are going and I'm not. This is what the law of averages has said about your division. You guys are gonna lose the NFC East next year. Mm -hmm. and he's gonna get fired on a year that he can't even say, "Hey, it's not my fault. I took the team to the playoffs. Like I did everything I could." No. You're now going to be the guy who got fired after not making the playoffs in a Super Bowl <laughs> or bust team. Because that's all we are in Dallas. Fuck out of here. Yeah. There were other games that were played. <laughs> there were other games that were played. <laughs> um, the Eagles got busted in the mouth by Tampa Bay. Thank God. Baker really, like, I've never really been a Baker Mayfield guy. I always mm -hmm. was like, why is he getting drafted number one overall? He's, mm -hmm. he's got a decent, he's got a decent arm. He's got an NFL caliber arm. He's got decent athleticism. He's an average speed white guy quarterback. And mm -hmm. to that, I, I mean, white quarterbacks are athletic and they're fast, right? They ain't Lamar Jackson. They ain't yep. Tyrod Taylor. I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> Okay. Mm-hmm. We're saying average white guys. Okay, we're not talking about Josh Allen. Josh Allen is not average in any way, shape, or form. That dude is built of horse meat. Okay, he's built out of it. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> calm it down. Calm it down, dude. A little <laughs> moist over there. Okay. A little, A little bit. Oh. A little bit. A little bit. You know, we oh. do love us some Josh Allen over here. Um. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's just a normal dude. But seeing what he did in that game, like he is a professional ass quarterback and he can do what he is asked to do on the field. And that is that like good for him, you know, especially after the way yeah. it ended in Cleveland and the shit show that turned into Carolina, like good for him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Dolphins did exactly what every single person who would watch football knew that the Dolphins were going to do. They went and they got frozen out by. Did you see Andy Reid's mustache? No. Um, oh I didn't watch my the game. God. It was because it was so cold because it was like minus 20 with the wind chill or something like that. Yep. 
He had icicles growing on his mustache, <laughs> right? So it was from because he had the laminated sheet. So yeah. his the heat of his breath would reflect voice, basically yeah. off of his laminated sheet and go onto his mustache. And he had full on like go take a look at a picture of it after we get off. Full on okay. icicles in his beard. Look like Father Christmas. <laughs> uh the Bills game got postponed to Monday afternoon because of a snowstorm, so I didn't see that, but I heard Josh Allen played well. Yes, I I have a bone to pick about that. Okay. Because I feel that they've seen worse snowstorms come through. And I don't know why they had to postpone it. Like, I don't know if it was like that bad. Like, I feel like being in Buffalo. Did you see the pictures? But what makes that different from the other like games that we've seen where they're playing in like hard snowstorms? So, no, the difference is, is playing in it as it's happening or playing or it happening before you can play. So I don't. I'm going to try and not sound like an asshole when I say this, Judy. I'm sorry. (laughs) But the governor declared a state of emergency and shut down the city, essentially. Right? So so you got to think of it like this, though. (laughs) From a Buffalo Bills perspective, if it's not safe for people to get to the game, then you shouldn't... It shouldn't be safe for the players to go to the game. So it shouldn't be safe to have the game but weren't they having volunteers shove up the snow the day it was canceled yeah but that's what i'm saying because the roads were still packed full of snow just because they were shoveling out the the stadium itself like the whole city was covered in snow it wasn't just like a fucking cloud over the stadium and only the stadium and and josh allen is like why why god i just wanted to play in the snow and you won't let me no it was the whole city of buffalo The I don't governor, know. I'm sure it was worse the than like gets I was involved thinking, for but... just the stadium. <laughs> Look, I don't know. I don't know. Oh also, I just wanted to circle back on the Chiefs game. Mm. I saw that they had to use like they had to put like the drinks in the refrigerators to keep them there from freezing outside. Makes sense. <laughs> That's Makes sense. Crazy. That's wild oh. to me. Um. <laughs> Judy, we're running low on time. You did say that there was somebody whose face annoyed you in the sports world, and I just want oh, to yes. talk to you about that real quick. Yes, we've already mentioned him. Good old dad. Faces that annoy me Jura. this week is right. Jerry Jura. Jones, the fucking crypt keeper that he is. All right, he looks like he could just like fall over and just kind of like, you know what I mean, <laughs> like bro. <laughs> so it. I mean, yeah, he's he's like really, really old. I don't know what you want him to do. God, I swear, I, like one morning, I hope he just kind of like chokes on. No, you don't. Like... No, you don't. No. <laughs> the thoughts, opinions, and expressions of, of Clown Boy Ryan in no way reflect those it's of Judy me. herself. The A Conversation with Judy and Ryan oh, podcast. You can't or talk about company, un- having people just be on a live. Look, look at poor Jim He's fighting for his life with his blue ass right now. And you're just over here wishing on lives on owners. These white men of privilege have not had it hard or have had it so hard. And here you are just being like, whatever, I don't care. Get them out (laughs) on with the next one. Man. 
By the way, speaking of uh, white men of privilege that have annoying faces, <laughs> Tom Brady. I know we talked about him before, but mm-hmm. I realize what it is too. It's not just the butt chin. He's got a like. He's one of those people that if you photograph him, he looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But if you see him in video, he looks petrifying. Like I saw him smiling in a video, and like he just has his teeth. <laughs> But like <laughs> the way that I'm doing it in the camera right now is still not creepy enough from what I saw. Yeah. Like he somehow had a shadow on his teeth from his lips, but his mouth was still like I don't I don't know. I don't know. Like I, like I said, the man, he could take a gorgeous photo, catch him on some video and you're like, "Whoa. Well, Giselle Ooh, married seen, that." Um... Yeah, like so he does he does a podcast like every other freaking person out there that does a podcast. But I saw his video. I don't know what you're talking about. Do you know someone that does a podcast that releases every Tuesday at 9 (laughs) a.m., 5 a.m. audio listeners? (laughs) At T-A-B-P-O-D. Also, on YouTube, I didn't realize that you actually have to have the at. Like, I didn't realize at T-A-B-P-O-D was the name of our YouTube. Like, that's our username. That's it's our, not well, like on Twitter or Twitch, so, sorry, that it's, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's it's like our username is at T-A-B-P-O-D, almost like I've been saying it for two years now or something. I don't know. Um, our username is that, and then the name of the channel is Take a Breath. It, it, it YouTube is weird on how they're, they're trying to be everything and nothing at the same time. So all yeah. I know, <laughs> we got no time left. I do want to say That's real it. quick. We got our 38th subscriber on YouTube today and every single solitary one of you that has subscribed to any of our platforms. Thank you so much. Uh, It may not seem like much to you, but I swear to God, I screenshot when we got 38 today because we've been stuck at 37 for like a month and a half. So when I got 38 today, I screenshotted it and I sent it to Judy and our EP just full of excitement. So thank you guys so much. You guys give me specifically, and I'm sure Judy feels the same way, the energy to keep doing this week in and week out on top of the fact that it's fun as fuck. Um, But the fact that you guys show me that you like it too makes me want to do it all the more. So thank you again and appreciate you. Also, Four stars? You'll fucking like me with four stars? You give me five stars on the audio podcast. Five. Uno, dos, cinco, mother... Mm, gotta... Okay, so that's it for a conversation with Judy and Ryan. You heard the gong. So we gotta go. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, <laughs> we'll be back next week right here on A Conversation with Sad Woody and Ryan. Bye! Bye.